Hey, what's up? Or should I say, good evening? Oh, I'm just joking. My name's Rad Lucas, or at least that's my secret identity name. You might know me by a different name if you're looking at the papers or the news or like Twitter or whatever. You might see me as Teen Dracula. I'm out there taking a bite out of crime. Yeah, because I bite people. I actually don't exist yet, but I'm about to on Jasper's Game Day in Paradise. So if you want to see my exploits, you should probably head over there. It is a bunch of sick fundraiser games that are happening over on twitch.tv slash paradise RPG from July 22nd to 25th. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be playing on one of the games on that Thursday. I mean, the GM hasn't approved this character yet, but it's Teen Dracula, which is basically perfect character building. So (laughs) expect to see me there. Because I'm basically out of ideas for what to do for this Patreon, I'm going to read the Patreon today. (laughs) That's what I'm actually here for. So let's get started. Columbine the Minotaur. Michael Appleby, Hudson Miles, Robert Hawks, Christopher Dunn. Thank you so much. Dab on your haters' recently upturned graves. Nick Scott, Ian Ford, Gullitice, Matthew Smets, and Miri Rain. Do a kickflip over some exorcist priest or something. That'd be sick. Chris Walsh, Christopher Bruce, Mike Hammond, Michael Pollard, and Jason Campbell. Use your shadow to slowly ascend a staircase with your arms out in front of you. Then turn it into a TikTok dance. Ha, teen shit. Michelle B., Heather Romancing, Noreen Elizabeth, and Robert Andrews. You folks should probably transmogrify into wolves. Just joking, you don't have to. You're already my dogs. David Forsey, Cheryl Nash, Chelsea Dab, and Shell Scott. Don't use your mind control powers to get your crush to go to prom with you. Because consent is key. So thanks, everyone, for keeping our coffers as full as our coffins. I'll catch you on the flip, because I'm on my way out to catch some rays and work on my tan. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. That'd kill me. Teen Dracula, out! Previously on Wonders and Blunders, the final battle has begun. Ben, Kara, Valen, and Star have made their way inside Lilia's lair in the decrepit Temple of Mistra, now choked with vines coming through the Stardance Gate from the Twilight Court. Light and Bido are free but unconscious, and Rowan and Bree are still trapped in the underwater city of Kratok, fighting for their lives against a storm giant which has come through the portal from Lartok. We rejoin our heroes now, in the Temple of Mistra, as they are locked in battle with raven creatures, darklings, and the disembodied voice of Lilia, who is encouraging Kara to embrace a newfound supernatural strength. On this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders... Okay, so if everyone's good, yes, all got our peas out, uh. pissed out all your worries and your <laughs> troubles. <laughs> Imagine all of us actually in that cavern and just being like, uh, "Hold on a second, uh, 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 <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't stab a man while he was uh, relieving himself." Yes. Oh, sure, like, you all did not. that when you were in the pouch earlier. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Valen, is it getting warmer in here? (laughs) Ben is just like, I'm in my own hot spring. (laughs) Nasty. (laughs) All of our stuff is going to smell like piss. Nasty. (laughs) How many, how many, like, 
liters of water in there. That's a whole swimming pool. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've, like. <laughs> Ooh, all right, let's get into the. Let's get into the yeah. fight. Yeah. Enough, <laughs> enough, start enough the fighting. Enough yeah. piss talk. <laughs> Never I, enough. See, I broke the seal. I broke the seal last week, right? Uh, so, Kara, you feel this surge of energy moving through you. You feel completely empowered. Those memories just sort of sitting on the forefront of your mind, feeling a pulse of fey energy just pushing in on this room, like it's trying to compress it and reaching towards the currently inactive Stardance Gate. Uh, and it is your turn. Um, Kara staggers a bit and uh, leans on one of the vines and then is going to cast Insect Plague. And I'm going to cast it um, um, out where Lilia is. Uh, up into the, up into swarm, the of ravens. swarm of Ravens. Like a huge sphere fills with these little flying, biting centipedes. Um, (laughs) Flying? (laughs) How could you conjure that image? (laughs) Sorry, this is this is the theme. This is this is the Kara theme. Um, (laughs) They're also on fire. (laughs) Do they do they have like a thousand wings or just two wings and they're hanging below it? <laughs> oh, that's so much worse. Yeah, the wings are on like the head. Yeah. So it just hangs straight down with all the little legs like reaching out, ready ready to grab ready something. To grab. <laughs> four yeah. four wings, like dragonfly wings up at the top. <laughs> they just Oh, definitely. Absolute um, filth. <laughs> yeah. And uh they all like look a little bit too much like the vines for everybody's comfort. Like they have a bark kind of exterior? That smoky, dusky feeling. Probably little like thorns sticking out of their backs oh, and stuff. Oh, definitely. Like definitely. they would camouflage perfectly on vines mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun. Um, all the creatures within the cloud, uh, 20 foot uh, radius? Or, yep, 20 foot radius. Um, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. They take 4d10 piercing damage on a failed save, or half on a successful one. Okay, they make that right now? We hit right now, and it lasts for 10 minutes, so um, when they enter it, or end their turn there. Uh, so they rolled a 15. That is my save DC, so... No, they... Oh, no, they make it. That's right. Yeah, they pass. So it's half. Is it half? So it's half. 26 over 2. So 13 damage. Mm -hmm. That swarm of centipedes, flying centipedes, just takes off from Kara's hands, spinning up and around the vines, just being lit from below by this wall of fire. They collide with this swarm of ravens, uh, ravens like tearing wings off of centipedes, but some of them like dropping to the ground as they just get coated in this writhing mass of biting insects. And as the centipedes fly up into the air, the flames suddenly like collapse into the ground and like a cloud of ash spins out through the room. Cool. And are you, are you staying where you're at? I think I stumbled sideways about five feet and like landed leaning into the vines. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, you putting your hand down, you you notice that like none of the thorns, even though th- these things are basically covered in thorns, none of them seem to hit your hand. Mm-hmm. Almost like they've moved to make it safe. Then it is Lilia, who as these centipedes are flying through, taking out these ravens, you hear her laughing from inside the cloud as she says, Yes, these powers, they look good on you. I hope you enjoy this power far after this world has been made ready for him. And then swirls of smoke start to tornado down onto the ground on the side of the wall surrounding the gate. As ravens like plummet down, some of them still being covered in these biting insects. As they hit the ground, explosions of feathers come up as five forms emerge. Five copies of Lilia hit the ground. This raven feathered cloak obscuring most of the face, but this pale, balding skin under it with just these old, decrepit teeth, these white eyes gazing out from the darkness of the hood under it with her hands just kind of T-Rexing in front of her, these long fingernails looking like her frailer, older form. They all land on the ground and they seem to be like shaking and shimmering. Valen, this reminds you of the mirror image spell, but she seems to have quite a bit more control over it as they are moving independently of one another. So they're they're further apart. Yes, they're further apart. Each of them about ten feet apart from each other. Um, And as she lands and they spread out, from one of them springs this black beam of energy which is going to shoot at Ben. I'm currently dodging. Yes? Uh, you are dodging, yeah. So I, it's with I, disadvantage. I see that coming and shout, Duck, Ben! And uh, she will roll a three. Roll a three? Okay. So with that and the disadvantage, uh, the beam comes towards you, Ben. Uh, I think Ben just... Du- he doesn't duck. He just throws his shield right into it. Yeah, and with that, you feel it like push you backwards, your feet kind of slide on the ground as the beam just ricochets off towards the wall, hitting a section of vines, which immediately, like, wither and turn to ash and start to, like, drip and fall onto the ground. Yeah, and then, yeah, uh, Ben's eyes just pop up from behind his shield and, and look at you, Valen, like, and they're wide and full of fear. And Valen sort of, like, trying to keep his composure just sort of gives a, a short nod. She kind of, like, spits angrily and all of the images start to, like, shuffle and move about and then are standing in their same spot, uh, but slowly starting to walk closer. And, Valen, it's your turn. Are they all within a 40-foot cube? Uh, four of them would be. Because if I don't get the one... Oh, this is hard. This is. I had plans that now don't seem to work as well. Okay, I'm going to cast... Yeah, so I will cast Magic Missile at uh, third level okay. so that five darts shoot out and one will heat, hit each of the images. Okay. So one of them randomly uh, takes five force damage. Another, the next one takes three. The next, no, next one takes three. 
the following one takes three, and the last one takes four. As the uh, dragon staff sort of uh, is um, sort of I drive it forwards, and these five shards of ice split out from the the mouths and start spiraling through the air. Uh, each of them dodging and landing one by one on each of the five images of Lilia. And one by one, they all pop, all five of them. Uh, as they are hit by this force damage, it seems like they just crumple into themselves and feathers just spread out from all five of them. There are no copies left and no Lilia. Okay. Uh, I sort of narrow my eyes and start looking back up around and start like scanning the room. Uh, and then at the end of your turn, right next to you, another those uh, like feathers that are floating around in the room start to drift towards you and then rapidly shoot at you and reform and Lilia is standing just right in front of you grinning. I take a step back. (laughs) (laughs) Only one of them? Just one, yeah. Okay. Uh, Then all of the darklings at once let loose a volley of arrows uh, all shooting at Ben. They roll with disadvantage. First one's a nine. Miss. Second one's an 11. Third one is 16. Miss. Uh, Fourth one is 22. Hit. And the fifth one is 20. Hit. Okay, uh, two concentration checks. First one deals uh, six piercing, and the second one deals four piercing. So two DC 10. Made it. First one rolled a 10. Second rolled a 13. Okay. So just, yeah, all around you, as you move back and forth, just crossbow bolts start to hit the ground all around you, a couple bouncing off your shield, a couple just landing on the ground, uh, and then just, you feel two tears quickly through the clothing, one at your, like, one on the outside of your thigh, and one sort of down by your side, just where the shield was moved to Mm -hmm. knock one out of the way. Yeah, Venton has uh, his spider cloak on, so I guess they had a couple couple new holes in the spider cloak. And they are, after they shoot, they start to make their way down, uh, starting to, like, climb down the vines on the walls, coming down towards the ground. And Ben, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, I think after the dodging and diving, and uh, Ben kind of drops into a crouch behind his shield and uh, reaches into his armor and pulls out the spell sniffer and is going to look uh, at Valen and uh, Lilia. Um, and, like, just, yeah, see... He, he, I'm, he's just looking for the, the source the source of magic in the in the room. So yeah, just the like big owl eye pops up over top of the shield through the even larger through the magnifying glass. Okay, um, so you see the image in front of Balin is just that. You can tell it is illusion. Uh, mm-hmm. There is no physical form behind that creature. And as you look around the room, you can see that there are ravens darting and swirling about, still in this dogfight with the centipedes above. But all amongst them, you can sense another form of illusion. Okay. Um, And I think you also kind of stagger back a bit as the spell sniffer crosses over Kara. Hmm. Uh, Seeing this 
pink energy that is swirling around her. Uh, and it is... The, the spell sniffer, like, can see this aura, but can't identify it in any way. Uh, just this surge of power starting to see, like, there is almost an outline of something much larger around Kara's form. Okay, no time for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben is like, oh, and, like, realizes he's getting fascinated, and then, like, he's gonna reach out to the that other illusory magic and try to grasp a hold of it and dispel it. Uh, like, yeah, set it back to a time when it wasn't. Or, you know what, set it forward to when the, uh, the spell's up. <laughs> uh, okay, so dispel magic, uh, ability check, spellcasting ability, uh, the DC is 10 plus the spell's level. Oh, big money. So this, oh. I, I, I don't, it doesn't actually matter what you roll. Oh, okay. Um, this is not what, this isn't a spell that you can dispel. Um, like uh, it is, it's invisibility. Okay. Um, and so because you can't actually see where she is, mm. you can't target the spell to dispel it. Okay. Oh, can I take a blind chance to hit the uh, magical effect within range? With dispel magic? Yeah. I know it's... Yeah, so it says choose one creature, object, or magical effect. And it's like... Mm-hmm. Can you get a feel for it? Um, yeah. Uh, okay, make your... Yeah, make your ability check with disadvantage. Okay. I uh, got a three. Uh, <laughs> plus four. So no, that that won't that won't do it. Cool. Um. <laughs> oh boy! It's a good thing we managed to get the drop on her. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty clear which side is getting the drop on your side. <laughs> but but I, I do I do think like with that you can tell that she is invisible somewhere in this room. Cool. So the question is, does Ben communicate that? <laughs> Kara, Kate just says it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. miming, like, maybe you, you share that with it, that information. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ben, I was just dealing with the, uh, the horrible mistake I've made. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Ben, there's like a little flash of uh, his uh, chrono magic, and then he's just like, ah. Oh no! And then, like, uh, looks towards Valen and she says, "That's that's not her. She's here. She's invisible somewhere else." And as he says that, his shield lowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Valen sort of like again narrows his eyes at the the image in front of him. Uh, and are you staying there, Ben? Uh, I'd like to take cover behind something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and and I'll say this: the same is kind of with when you were moving across that the palisade above the. Uh, in the frozen church, like you kind of know what's in this room, so okay. if if you if you want to like describe stuff in the room and add it, like I'm I'm totally fine with that. Perfect. I think there's like uh, near the wall leading up to the door on the left, that that cliff there. There's like at the bottom, there's like a, a particularly large boulder with some other kind of rocks scattered around, and Ben is just gonna full dive combat roll behind it. <laughs> okay, so that that will give you cover from the darklings if they shoot at you again. Yeah. And also, though, like, I'm now, he'll be, it's the 30-foot radius around him. So that aura 
you know, has moved over there now. Right, okay. With that, Diglin, making her way back with all of you, she's going to run and try to jump on one of the remaining raven hounds. So she's going to make two attacks. So she jumps onto the raven hound that looks pretty injured and just, like, chops one of it, one of its legs. It, like, falls to the ground and then just buries the other hatchet in its head as the bit of daylight that is still emanating from Star's dagger uh, washes over its body and it just gives up and is whooshed off into ash. Back at the top of the round, it is Star's turn. <clears throat> um, if I recall, I'm still on the back of one of the Ravenhounds. Yes, yeah. So there's okay. one of them that is. Uh, so the the other one that was that had been standing next to uh, Ben is gone, mm-hmm. and the this one is still on you. Uh, okay. Um, no, uh, well, I'm on it, aren't I? <laughs> Didn't I like jump it on rolled the back over. of it? Oh, it rolled over, right? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So I'm on the ground or standing or you're you're not prone or anything, but it, it rolled and, and was biting at you. So you I, I believe it bit at you and you have the pommel of your sword in its mouth uh, okay, holding cool. it back. Cool. Yeah. Alright. Um Yeah, I I I mean Star's just gonna haul back with his uh like pull the sword out of the mouth and replace it with the dagger and then reach back and try and jam the sword in the side of its head. Okay. Um, is this a sneak attack situation? Uh, it is just the two of you there now, okay. so you would get sneak attack, yeah. That's 22 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. 26 damage. Four of it is necrotic. Okay, yeah, that's that's enough. Yeah, so Star just, like, yeah, gets jams the dagger in his mouth and pulls, like, gets the sword out, and then just manages to slam it in the side of its head, and it goes limp, I'm guessing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and again, the the light from the dagger, I guess if the dagger is, like, in its head, from the inside out, just cracks start to show, and then it just bursts into ash. Cool, yeah, it starts, pushes it off, and then gets up. That's Illusion Lilia, and the other raven is down. Yeah, so there's Um, five Darklings and an invisible Lilia somewhere in the room. So I was going to shout at Ben, like, uh, Ben, can you, uh, where is she? Can you point her out? I, I, she's here somewhere. Okay. Yeah, Ben shouts from behind a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Star's gonna just so he looks up and sees a big swirling mass of ravens and centipedes. And centipedes. Oh yeah, right. And centipedes. Yeah. He, he chooses not to see the centipedes. And the darklings <laughs> are crawling down on vines. He said the darklings are crawling down on vines. Yeah. And they're on the opposite side of the river. Is it? They were on the opposite side of the firewall, but the firewall is gone. Yeah. Right. Cool. Okay. So I was going to just pull back and post up next to Valen just to try and give him a little bit of <laughs> cover. Um, and then, yeah, I guess that's it, actually. I guess I'll just end my turn there. And are okay. we both still inside um, Ben's aura? Yes, yeah, because yeah. Ben wouldn't have been able to move more than 30 feet away from you. Yeah, like how far are we from each other now, like the four of us? Uh, I believe, so Ben, to get over to the left side, would have jumped over the river and run over to those rocks, uh, probably using about 20 feet of movement to get behind the rocks. So you could easily move over to that side as well, putting the two of you within five feet. And Valen and Kara were with Bido and Light, who are just by the river on the opposite side. Um, so about 15 feet away. Uh, yeah, okay. I, 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 my turn is still going to end this way. I'll still, I'll still go to where I was going. 
but now okay. we're all on the same page. Um, so ending your turn there, all of you kind of clustered together. Uh, Kara, it is your turn. Oh, and sorry, at the end of your turn, Star, huh? uh, another one of those Lilia figures bursts out of feathers, um, standing right next to you. Okay. So there's two of them next to each other. At the, there's oh, two after, of them now. After my turn's over, okay? Yeah, after your turn's over. Can I and, actually... Okay, sorry. Actually, yeah. I was going to do this and then I changed my mind. I don't know if it's too late, but I but I originally wanted... Like, I was thinking of, like, just taking the dagger and, like, trying to bury it in the Lilia illusion in front of Valen. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that, too. This is a bonus attack. That's nine, uh, 20, not natural. That's definitely a hit, and they they have one HP, so you just pop it. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, so, Valen, you see that smile sort of spreading across her face, and then through the chest, just the shining dagger sticks through, and she poofs into, uh, into feathers, which all start to fly and swirl around again in this area, ready to reform. And Kara, it's your turn. The Darklings across the river, are they still climbing down, or are they, like, on the ground? Yeah, they couldn't They couldn't climb all the way down with their current movements. They're about halfway down the wall. Okay. Um, I'd like to run and hop the river towards them, and if I can get within 30 feet of them, I would like to use my thorn whip to whip one of them off the wall, hopefully. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely get within 30 feet. So. <laughs> It's a 19, so it's a, like, 23 to hit. That's a hit. Or 11 piercing damage. Okay. And uh, it gets pulled 10 feet towards me if they're okay. smaller than, if they're large or smaller. And they are. So they're uh, about 20 feet up, because so they only made it halfway down the wall. So they're going to take... Five more damage as... Yeah, you can describe what that looks like as they beef it on the ground. <laughs> um, so the thorn whip looks uncomfortably like um, like the briars that are growing. Like Instead of like a blackberry briar, it looks much more like the, the briars that are growing all around the, um, the room right now. It's sort of disturbing. And... Uh, reaches out, extends, and slashes across the Darkling with all these thorns, and then curls around its neck and pulls it off the wall where it falls onto the rocks like Valen did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just full Wilhelm scream uh, <laughs> off the wall and then burst of light as it hits the rocks. Yeah, uh, But it is far enough away from you, you don't have to make a con save. Uh, so you, as you hop across the river, um, pulling one of those Darklings down, um, it is Lilia's turn. As Ben, you feel like a prickling sensation on the back of your neck uh, as you just hear like these whispered words. And as you kind of turn your head to investigate from nothing, this powder just puffs onto your face, like getting into your eyes and your nose. Yeah, I think Ben's head turned all the way around, like. An owl, you know, he just like hears it and his <gasps> spins around. He's just like, oh, <laughs> like, his beak open, eyes wide, totally. Uh, so she's gonna roll a bunch of d8s. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> bunch. A bunch is like two, right? 
Yeah. You guys, like, like a bunch of bananas. Like you a know, bunch you can of bananas. Buy two bananas. Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you can. <laughs> two is a bunch. <laughs> but you know I would like two bananas, please. <laughs> yes, that's right. One bunch. That bunch. <laughs> as we all know, of course, and agree. Yes, that's right. As is well known, I will order one bunch. I eat two, two bananas. bananas. <laughs> How much HP do you currently have? 27. The dust blows into your face, no. sort of clogging up your eyes. You feel it just go down your throat and lungs, and you fall forward onto your hands and then collapse onto the ground as you fall asleep. Oh. So all of you standing there, you do see, like, hear that sort of coughing and see Ben just fall to the ground unconscious. Rude. And I think that would cut your concentration. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the field that you feel around you, bolstering you, falls. And Valen, it's your turn. No, Ben. And I will cast C Invisibility. Okay. And you see immediately Lilia standing there looking identical to these copies that are, well, there's only one left currently, but she is backing up away from Ben, stowing a bag back under her cloak. I don't know how we want to do uh, speaking on turns or uh, out of turns. Talk, talk if you want. Okay. Totally speak. Because yeah. I, I, I kind of want to be like, uh, turn to va- uh, to Star and it's like, I see her. When you're ready, I'll point her out. Uh, and just sort of like stand very close to Star. Then the Darklings are going to use the rest of their movement to climb the rest of the way down the vines. And they are going to turn and all fire at Kara. That is a nine, a twenty, twenty, a sixteen, mm-hmm. and a thirteen. The two in the middle hit. That is four from the first one and seven from the second one. As the four remaining ones hit the ground, immediately pulling their crossbows back out, and just a bunch of bolts shoot past you. The ones that miss just clatter on the rocks around the rest of you on the other side of the river. As two, just sort of one nicks your arm, and the other one just like shooting just past your head, making you like jerk your head back. The, the pain and the exhaustion doesn't even seem to register. Then it is Ben. You are asleep. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe... Whom flies out of the bag of holding <laughs> at this point? Yeah. Just, I was, you took the light away. I could, oh, goodness. And uh, just <laughs> blasted thieves and goes, uh, flies up into the swirling ravens and centipedes and starts attacking uh, no, ra- ravens. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he Unless does. he wants to die he, right now. <laughs> no, he, he does. I'm telling okay. you. <laughs> so what happens? <laughs> Uh, he dies, probably. <laughs> okay. So, Boom flies up, and centipedes and tear centipede him to pieces. tears him to pieces immediately. Yeah. So they just descend upon him, and yeah, you just, the, uh, the corpse of an owl falls onto the ground. He's just bones. Just bones. Oh, God. 
<laughs> like our, our fallen comrades. <laughs> yeah, there's just he flies up in, and you just see centipedes rolling all over this mango-sized, adorable owl. And you stare, oh fuck! And then a skeleton hits the ground. Yeah, I feel like with the speed and the momentum, he yeah. like disappears for a second into the cloud. A fully stripped skeleton comes out the top, hits like the peak, and then just clatters back down through. Oh, no. Yeah. If anyone's watching, you do see like a slight kind of blue aura flash briefly. And that's my turn. (laughs) Yeah, so I had sort of stumbled out of the way. I've sort of crouched. Uh, We just exchanged those thoughts. And so in anticipation of this show, Brie is still like in with it right like they're they're close like in um they're engaged right yes yeah yeah not knowing what to expect i'm going to shout for uh you you might want to take a few steps back and uh i'm going to uh i'm going to move my movement um i'm going to move 20 feet away well 15 feet away i'm going to move 15 feet away but as i'm going i'm going to take my action to whip out on some of that debris and sort of like haul it back to to kind of throw it at them if i can um, okay, I realize yeah. it wouldn't be the full attack for the whip, but I'm I'm mostly just thinking about getting away, and um, and I'm going to try to duck behind uh, like a low wall or something. Okay, yeah. Um, so make an attack on the debris. Eighteen. Oh no. Well, plus seven. So um, you know, twenty-five or something. Right. Yeah. Definitely enough as you just sort of like pull at one of the pieces holding it up as it topples over onto the giant. Yeah. You, you love this place so much. Why don't you, why don't you have some of this? Uh, and you see like a few pieces of, of stone and this heavy wood just clatter into him as he holds that, that one arm up to try to stop it. Well, that exposes the armpit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no. Uh, sorry. My, my bonus action. I want to do my insightful fighting on the giant. Okay, sure. Uh, deception. Uh, that is uh, 28. Uh, 23. So oh, no. you succeed. Uh, so you get, that That just means you get sneak attack. Yeah, yeah. I get no to add what. my sneak yeah. attack damage regardless. So the giant now is free and turns to you and says, be silent, ant, and is going to throw another javelin at you. At me? Um, Good, okay. Yeah. You've got cover, which gives you uh, plus two AC. Okay. That is a 16. Oh, that is my AC. Okay, so that still hits. And then it is also going to swing. Uh, It throws with that one hand and then grabs back onto the hilt of the sword and is going to swing at Bree as well. Oh, darn. I thought that would be its full attack. Oh, my God. 16 again. Oh, yeah. No misses. Okay. I don't even have to use my tail. (laughs) (laughs) So for Rowan, that is uh, nine piercing. Okay, I'm going to... Well, I can do this every time. So, yeah, I'll, I'm just going to half it. And Bree, back to you. Uh, so Rowan has just told me to, like, step back from it. Um, so I'm going to take a... Uh, and, and it's also, like, right. piled a bunch of debris down onto it. I think, like, half burying it, it almost sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, having gone for the neck, uh, Bree is just going to swing the axe back around and kind of try to buckle the kneecap again. Uh, oh, and might as well attack recklessly. 
You're going to be a barbarian. You might as well be a barbarian. 16? 16's a hit. And, ooh, 18 plus 6. That one will hit as well. Yes. Short of the All right. Uh, ooh, max damage on that one for 17. And then 9 on the second hit. And then I think we'll not disengage, but we'll try to move backwards out of range uh, towards the cloud gate. Uh, so you, yeah, moving around the giant as you hit it in the leg this time officially bringing it to bloodied it collapses to the one knee and tries to catch itself on the bad arm and actually hits the ground on its shoulder uh so it is prone mm. oh now i want to stay um, here and just keep hitting <laughs> <laughs> but as you are moving past it it is kind of looking back between the two of you it forces itself back up onto its elbow and reaches its hand up again to call down lightning and it reaches up and then you see its arm kind of rip backwards and then slowly shimmering a little bit at a time a tentacle is revealed holding onto the arm pulling it back towards the wall where another one of these creatures looking like a twisted octopus uh, these multiple milky uh, sightless eyes sticking out of its head whip out holding the arm another one whips out and grabs one of the legs fully pushing it prone as three more of these creatures are revealed, all of them, their tentacles whipping out from the walls and restraining the giant. I just yell at Rowan, it is time to go, get to the gate. Rowan has a hard time tearing his gaze from this. Uh, And it is your turn, Rowan. Oh, okay. So I'm watching these tentacles wrap around this giant and it's just holding him immobile, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It is uh, fully restrained by these three creatures. Like, completely? <laughs> uh, it looks like it. Like, it is It is on the ground. It, it's one injured arm flailing, trying to get itself back upwards, but one of the arms is held up towards the ceiling, and two of the legs are splayed out behind it as it just lays on its chest, trying to flip itself over. Mm, and, and how damaged is it? Like, what, what, what kind of shape does it look? Does it look like, uh, like, like you know, the, the dregs of life kind of thing right now? No, still some fight left in this, but you've definitely taken a toll on it. Pieces of its armor now, the joints of the armor starting to swing off loose, one of the pauldrons clattering to the ground as the arm is moved backwards, uh, exposing more wounds from beneath the armor. And it's so it's prone, it's a thing, I would have advantage, and I have my sneak attack damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to run, and I'm going to jump up. Like, I, I run, I've got, uh, I kind of change hands with my whip and I pull out my my short sword and I'm actually going to run and jump onto the giant's chest while it's prone and I'm standing upright and I'm just going to walk over and uh, you know we we came in peace but uh, and I just kind of look around at the tentacles around his wrists and it's sort of struggling and squirming and I'm keeping my feet like I'm on the the deck of a ship and uh, you know uh, I think this is what hubris gets you and I'm just going to, like, up overhand strike, and I'm going to jab that sword right down into its chest. Okay, take advantage. All right, 17 plus. Uh, 17 plus is a hit. Okay, sure. yeah, sweet. Oh, yes, 10, uh, 16, 21, 26 damage. Yeah, just like digging in to the chest 
piercing through this silver chain mail. You feel the resistance, but it just slides right through mm. as a bunch of damage from the teeth of these creatures has sort of shredded a lot of the links, uh, exposing a lot of the flesh below. You dig it in and you see, like, your keen insight on this creature, you see it wince and quickly cover it, trying not to give you the satisfaction of knowing Mm -hmm. that it is in pain as it just glares, despite these creatures all around it holding, its eyes are locked on you. Yeah, and I hold that gaze, and I've got, like, kind of a half-smirk because I caught that wince, and I wanted to know that I caught that wince. At the end of your turn, that look... As the two of you are sharing that look, you see that anger, lightning, start to fleck out around the eyes like wrinkles around its face. Uh, And you can make a dex save. Oh, yeah, I got it. Uh, That's 21. 21? Okay, so you will take no damage. And... The... As... Yeah, 12, 12 lightning damage strikes down onto the creature, sort of energizing this, um, energizing the armor around it. You actually have to jump off of its chest to avoid just getting completely shocked. It goes up burning all of the tentacles that are holding onto it, uh, and then it is going to spin with its sword. Uh, it, it picks up the sword with its bad hand and is going to swing around making a disadvantaged attack against all four of you using its mighty cleave. Yes, boy. Sick. Uh, With disadvantage, that is a 19. A 19 to hit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, It is 10 lightning damage. Okay, I'm going to half that. It swings out around you still, like, not fully able to grasp the sword with just the one arm and being restrained by all these creatures. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is then going to, on its turn... Give up. (laughs) Drive the sword into its own heart. I think it is just going to do one more cleave. So it's going to attack with disadvantage at the two of you and try and chop off these tentacles. Uh, that is a 15. Um, disadvantage. I no longer have cover, right? Uh, you don't have cover. No, no so you're right hits. up on it. That hits? Okay. 14 AC, baby. That is 12 lightning damage. Oh. As it spins out, and that is enough to cut the tentacles off of... Uh, its legs, so it stands back up, Ooh. towering over you now once again, uh, looking around at these creatures, and it just calls out, All will fall before the storm. None of you should be here. This place is lost and should remain forgotten. And Bree. Can I run forward and grab Rowan by, like, the scruff of his coat uh or i guess by the blueberry bush yeah uh, and just start like pulling you backwards being like we have got to go there are countless of them and i guess is making like a a, a 
push or pull maneuver. Because okay. see, you know, seeing you just go in where three of those were attacking him, um, mm-hmm. even Bria's like, th- that is insane. Yeah, that is dangerous. I, I think, You're going to get eaten. I, I think Roan is sort of mesmerized by it all, um, and because now I think everything is sort of boiling up for him. So I think uh, he's not resisting you, but he's not really paying attention to you either. So I'll say it's a drag. Like both of you can move Breeze speed as as movement. So if you still want to take actions, you could dash to make that even farther. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess it would probably take me a little bit to get back to him because I moved on last turn as well. Um. So, yeah, I would I would move to him. I don't know, like twenty feet to him. Grab him and then move him back. Uh, ten feet and then dash for so thirty feet backwards towards the cloud gate. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So getting much closer now to the door of the cloud gate. Um, as you move backwards, moving 20 feet or moving 15 feet away from him, uh, he's going to use his reaction to make uh, an attack of opportunity. Because okay. uh, he has 15 feet of reach this with is this on, weapon. This is on both of us, yeah? Uh, this is on Bree uh, because you're not moving of your own accord. So technically, you don't provoke attacks of opportunity right. while you're being right. moved. Okay. Uh, and he can only attack one target, so he's going to go after yep. Bree. Uh, that is a 26 to hit. Uh, that won't matter, even if I max roll it. So yeah, I take that hit. <laughs> uh, for seven lightning damage. Seven lightning, okay. Swinging this again just with one hand, it comes crashing down. Oh, he's supposed to get disadvantage because his arm is still restrained. Uh, no, it's better. So it does, yeah, seven lightning. All right. But the two of you are close to the edge of the cloud gate. You're about 60 feet away from the hallway that leads down to the cloud gate. Yeah, I think as that as that strike comes in, Bree kind of tries to wrap the cloak around the two of us to shield uh, Rowan from the hit, uh, having seen him just take a couple of sword blows and knowing that he is a soft, squishy boy. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just keeps trying to like... I guess kind of ends up in front of Rowan, uh, just like pushing you and saying like, go, go, go. So I think, yeah, the sword comes crashing down like a foot behind you, but it's the lightning that whips off of the sword itself, rolling over the top of the cape. Uh, and Rowan, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, that sort of snaps me out of it. Uh, him pulling and then being dragged and then the sword kind of just missing us and the lightning rolling over. I sort of snap out of it, shake my head. I look at the tentacles and I, I turn with Bree to, to run as well, but I'm still I'm still kind of hanging on to uh, that voice in my head. I haven't let go of that yet, uh, but okay. I, I am going to move towards the cloud gate. Uh, are you dashing or? Because I'm 30 feet away from the giant in that now, right? Yes. Yeah. And we're 60 feet away from the cloud gate. Bree looks pretty trashed. I am also pretty trashed. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think I'll, yeah, I think I'll dash. I'll use my, uh, no, yeah, I'll dash, and then I'll do uh, a perception check to um, to just get the, the lay of the land and, and what's going on around us. I've been so tuned into that giant that I want to take in my surroundings again. Okay. Uh, oh, kind of low. Uh, 18. 18? Um, yeah, looking around, you can see that the, the creatures on the walls are starting to move down the walls now. Their tentacles, like, more and more of them whipping out, trying to keep the giant on the ground. 
one of them just drops off the ceiling onto the giant's back mm-hmm. uh, and starts again. The, this one looking like an octopus, you see its tentacles fling up around it, revealing this jaw beneath where a beak normally would be uh, as it bites into the center of the back of the giant. All of them just wrestling now, but its eyes are still on the two of you as you're running towards the gate. Um, looking back out the hallway towards the gate, you can see that it is still active, that there is a sphere of lightning in the middle of the cloud gate room beyond these three sets of doors that lead out to it. Uh, there is a ball of blue lightning spinning in this area, uh, and through it, you can see another city, pillars sticking up, and it looks like clouds surrounding it. Um, you can almost feel, or maybe it's just your body wants to feel sunlight, which seems to be beaming down over the walls of this city through the through the gate. It's another frost giant, or it's another storm giant city. Yes. And I'm thinking of the reception from that storm giant that we just faced. And I'm running towards it, and I'm watching those creatures climb down the wall and watching them attack, and I see that there's sort of a unison in movement with those creatures, that there's kind of a... like they're all working in tandem with each other. And... uh, watching how how one moves to to sort of create paths for the other one and and just seeing this kind of alien collaboration uh, in its in their attack on this giant um, that has just have always shown such disdain for for fur bulgs and feeling sw- teak swinging around my neck as i run hearing brie pant just raggedly I think back that it has a deal. Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Ben and Whom were played by Mitchell Bradbury. Bree was played by Kieran Dyke. Kara was played by Kate Clark. Rowan was played by Andy Woolridge. Star was played by Robert. Phelan was played by Evan Walsh. The World of Fadoon was created by your dungeon mom, Mike Fardy, and exists in the D&D 5e system, published by Wizards of the Coast. Our logo was created by Mike Butler, and our character art was created by Mike Fian and Brett Pye. Available links to the players and artists can be found in the show notes. Go check them out. We're an independent podcast supported by you, the listener. To support the show... Go check out patreon.com slash wonder and blunder. Leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice and follow us on social media at wonder and blunder. Thanks for continuing to listen and spreading the word. It means the world to us. And as always, keep being the best. We love you very much and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.